So uh, not going to wait and not going to avoid it any longer. Last night, if you were watching uh, any of the major news networks or if you were uh, catching up on the New York Times or Washington Post or CNN today, you know that uh, there was some pretty uh, – uh, I guess we can just call it a bombshell. That's what everyone's calling it in the, the media talking heads. That There was a bombshell report by CNN and the New York Times last night that Paul Manafort uh, actually was wiretapped. He was a former Trump campaign chair, and Paul Manafort, this isn't the first time he was wiretapped. The first time was actually in 2014 under the Foreign Intelligence Service, uh, Surveillance Act, which is FISA for short, uh, but was again wiretapped by the federal government last year. So when I saw that news break, I was trying to figure out who could best explain it to me and to you, the KFGO audience, and the person that came to mind is former U.S. Attorney Tim Pern of North Dakota. Tim, good to have you on. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. I'm assuming that it was my constant Twitter feed that had me top of mind for this call today. <laughs> you know, the only thing I get from your Twitter feed is selfies and bad dad jokes. I don't get any <laughs> information. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tim, no, actually, uh, uh, you do share a lot of uh, good insights. You were there. You were the head uh, law enforcement here, uh, I guess, in the state outside of our attorney general. But So I wanted to get your take. First, explain what the FISA court is. Right. So you're hearing a lot of, of reporting over the last 24 hours, the fact that Paul Manafort was subject to a wiretap. And, and I think when most people think of a wiretap, they think of the traditional criminal justice system, right? You've seen, we've seen the mob movies, Casino, Goodfella, and the feds go get a wiretap, and they're listening to the phone calls of, of mobsters, right? Well, that's not what this is. That's the traditional criminal law search warrant Title Three wiretap. You go in and you present uh, evidence to a judge that there's probable cause that the person you're targeting is involved in a crime and that they're using this telephone to commit that crime. That's a criminal investigation. The FISA, uh, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance uh, Court uh, warrant is completely different. A prosecutor from the Department of Justice, the FBI, can go to the FISA court, which is a, a court that meets in secret because their only thing that they handle is the investigation of of agents of foreign powers, a.k.a. spies. They're investigating spies uh, that might be operating in the United States. They're not investigating crime. They're engaged in counterintelligence. Don't think of it like a mob movie. Think of it like the show The Americans on FX. These are the FBI agents that are out trying to identify Russian and other countries' spies that are working inside of our country. And what you do is you go in, and in order to get this, this, this FISA warrant for Manifold, Fort's uh, cell phone or home phone or whatever it was, in order to get that, and just, just let this sink in, that means the FBI had to go to a judge of the FISA court, and they had to convince that judge that there was probable cause that Paul Manafort was the agent of a foreign power. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that, 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 I mean, that to me is, is pretty stunning. And, and, and that, that probable cause determination occurred in 2014, long before Manafort was involved in any political campaign. It was based, as I understand the reporting, on his previous work as a, as a, as a consultant to the uh, deposed president of the Ukraine, who was uh, allied with Vladimir Putin. And it was uh, a presentation that was made by career FBI agents, uh, career federal prosecutors, likely with the National Security Division. And they went in because they had some evidence that they had collected that Manafort himself within the United States could potentially be acting as an agent of a foreign power. Now, that's not part of a criminal investigation. That's trying to identify who are the undercover KGB operat operatives 
working in the United States. It's that sort of an investigation. Sure. So, and you mentioned uh, Tim Perner, I guess, former U.S. attorney here in North Dakota, that, yeah, uh, Paul Manafort was subject of a FISA warrant in 2014. And according, I have the CNN report right now that the surveillance at that time was discontinued last year. But then later on in the year, last year, about midway through, uh, they also got a second warrant. And this is when he was with the Donald Trump campaign, correct? Well, I'm not sure the dates he was with the campaign, and we don't know the dates when the second warrant was was issued. But again, it would have come um, only from the FISA court on application of career FBI agents and career uh, National Security Division prosecutors. And, 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 and I would also point out that the FISA court, while it meets in secret, um, it, you know, you can look it up. You can see the judges who serve on that court. I believe there's 12 or 13 of them. I think it's important to remember, too, uh, you know, so often in, in today's politics, law enforcement can be politicized. And, and I just think this is an important fact. I looked this up this morning. All 13, 12 or 13 current judges of the FISA court were all appointed to the FISA court by Chief Justice John Roberts. That's how you get selected to serve on the FISA court. And all 12, 13 of the current judges were appointed by our current Chief Justice, who is, of course, a George W. Bush appointee. So these are not – it's not as if this court is, is stacked with any sort of uh, 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 political party that might have a, an axe to grind with, with Donald Trump. In fact, the opposite is true. And so I, I just think that, that, that this is the sort of thing that it, it gets put in the spin cycle and everybody says, oh, well, this must be political. Take a step back and think about uh, the folks who would have sought this warrant. Career FBI agents who spent their life trying to catch spies in the United States. Career uh, national security prosecutors uh, at the Department of Justice. I mean, the pinnacle of the, of the profession. Uh, these are the folks that investigate uh, you know, terrorists, uh, ISIS, uh, Al-Qaeda. They've spent careers uh, uh, trying to do counter-surveillance to identify sleeper cells and things of people of that nature within our, within our, uh, who are operating inside the borders of our country. The idea that, that, uh, that I mean, they would have had to have had substantial proof uh, reaching this level of probable cause, and they would have had to have a judge sign off on it. Now, the FISA court, um, historically, um, is, is a court that signs off on a lot of these warrants. They, 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 there is that, uh, that history, but I would just say that's because, the Depart- in my experience, the Department of Justice takes very seriously uh, the exercise of this power. And as you mentioned, the, the FISA, it's secret but not secret. I mean, is it common or uncommon for this to be out in the open like this? That Paul Manafort was the subject of a FISA warrant. Ooh. That's pretty unusual. I mean, that is pretty unusual that, that it would come out um, at this point. But I guess it's not unusual given the, the, the spotlight that's been sh- shown on this, uh, the, this investigation. Uh, you know, the FISA court has come under um, uh, criticism several times over the last decade. Um, you know, there were, there were leaks uh, uh, connected with uh, Edward Snowden um, that showed uh, some of the programs that the FISA court uh, had approved. Uh, they've, been, they've been criticized by Republicans and Democrats over the years for um, allegations that, that certain collection programs uh, of cell phone metadata and things like that, that maybe they went too far and violated personal privacy, those sorts of things. But that's even a little bit different here. Here, this was a particularized showing that a certain cell phone or computer or email address or whatever it was that they were sur- going to surveil, that that particular mode of communication by Paul Manafort that there was probable cause to believe that he may be the indiv- an agent of a foreign power and that the foreign power was using that, that communication device to sure. communicate with him. Uh, Tim Purton is our guest. He's a former U.S. attorney here in North Dakota. A question for you here. Ha- have you uh, had many FISA warrants in North Dakota while you served? 
Well, if I if I told you that, then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> and that, well, geez, okay. Um, so you can't even give me a hint as to how. No, many? I mean these these things are secret, and that's not something that I that I would uh, talk about in in any way. I'm speaking more generally the way the FISA court uh, works generally. Um, that's not something I would comment on. Well, I tried. Okay. Uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um, you know, kind of going back to this Paul Manafort thing, uh, people are kind of. Well, no, they're not kind of. They are. They're saying that Mueller's special counsel is being very aggressive when it comes to uh, really pushing uh, the public and letting them know that this was uh, a FISA warrant and that uh, supposedly that uh, they they were told, telling Paul Manafort after a raid was done at his house, I believe in July, that they expect to indict him. So what's your take on that? Well, I, first of all, let me let me. You, you seem to imply in your question there that, that Mueller and his team might be the the, the source of the leaks that sure. led to the reporting here. Frankly, I, I know Bob Mueller. I've 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 worked with him. Uh, I, my guess is that that he he is running a very tight ship over there. He's he's a squared away guy, and I would guess that these leaks may not be coming from Mueller's uh, uh, staff. That they're more likely to be coming from other factions within the uh, within Trump's orbit, um, folks who may be trying to 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 find scapegoats and point fingers and, and so division. We've seen that since the president was uh, inaugurated, well, since he was elected. So setting aside that, um, in terms of, of the, the aggressive nature, I mean, certainly uh, the, 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 besides the FISA warrant, okay, we now also know that, that Manafort was subject to a criminal search warrant as well, and that was executed at his home in Alexandria, Virginia. That's a second order, and that one would have come from a different judge, a, a regular judge, not a FISA judge, and that judge would have had to have apparently make two determinations. Number one, that there was probable cause that, that, that there was evidence of a criminal activity inside, a uh, criminal off- offense inside Manafort's, Manafort's condo. And number two, because uh, it's been reported that they used a no-knock warrant, that there was a substantial risk that Manafort would destroy that evidence if, if the FBI knocked and announced themselves uh, at his door. Both of those findings, the idea that a judge was presented with evidence that reached the level of probable cause that there was criminal evidence inside Manafort's home, uh, and that they needed to use a no-knock warrant—very um, unusual in a white co- in a white collar case. Um, those both, to me, also are. are <laughs> I mean, this is just really unprecedented. I mean, we haven't seen um, this sort of uh, uh, allegations against people at the t- at the level that Mul- that uh, that Manafort is. You know, the former campaign chair of the president. You know, since John Mitchell, president. Uh, Nixon's uh, campaign mm-hmm. chair and eventual attorney general since he was under investigation in the Watergate. So what's next for Paul Manafort? Uh, what? So I well, mean, if you if you were on Robert Mueller's, uh, you know, special counsel, you were one of the you know high profile lawyer lawyers that have signed on the prosecutors. What's what do you anticipate next for him? Well, I mean, you, 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 there's what we know, and then there's 90% of what's gone on in the investigation, 95%, 98%. We don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, we don't know who's been called to the grand jury. We don't know who's cooperating. We don't know any of those things. It, it's obvious to me, having worked in, in, in criminal law for 22 years and served as the U.S. attorney, there's tremendous pressure being put on Manafort and, and uh, General Flynn uh, to, to encourage them to come in and cooperate with the special counsel's office. Manafort appears to have 
big time exposure in terms of allegations of based on the reporting that I've seen uh, allegations of money laundering for uh, 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 kleptocracies in the Ukraine and other parts of the country laundering money through through Cyprus he appears to have uh, some serious exposure um, what prosecutors do in 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 some ways uh, investigating a, a case like this is very similar to investigating a, a drug uh, cartel uh, you start at the bottom and you try and get po- folks to flip uh, and roll over on the folks farther up the food chain who are more culpable. Manafort appears to have, based on the reporting, substantial exposure. I would assume that they're putting a lot of pressure on him to, to get him and General Flynn to cooperate. Um, and, you know, if, if part of that cooperation will likely include they'll be convicted of, of a federal crime. I mean, most of the time, cooperators don't walk away with no charges. Uh, you know, they may end up having to plead guilty to felonies uh, and, 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 and take their lumps uh, as part of their agreements to cooperate. And the idea that we would have the former chairman of the president's uh, campaign and the former national security advisor that they would potentially be cooperating witnesses and maybe subject to criminal federal criminal convictions themselves. I mean, not since Attorney General Mitchell at Watergate have we seen anything like this. Correct. Well, that's why it's just I couldn't stop watching the news last night because this is you know almost unprecedented. This is uh, the bombshell that they're they're talking about. It is all of that. Uh, I think that suits it quite well in, in the description. Final question for you, Tim Purden, U.S. Uh, former U.S. Attorney here in North Dakota. Back earlier this year. President Trump tweeted out that, uh, you know, Obama had wiretapped, uh, you know, Trump Tower. I'm seeing on Twitter these days, not from the president, but from some of his, you know, diehard supporters that this, uh, this basically holds up to what President Trump tweeted out earlier. Do you agree with that or not? No, I disagree with that. First of all, we have the idea that the Manafort, the original Manafort FISA warrant was in 2014, long before he had any involvement in, in, the, in, the, in the president's campaign. And again, let's remember there was a, a a warrant issued to surveil Paul Manafort. Why? Because a judge on the FISA court was convinced by prosecutors who brought evidence into the courtroom and presented it under oath, under uh, sworn testimony, that established there was probable cause that, that uh, Paul Manafort uh, was potentially the agent of a foreign power. Right. That that's the only way these warrants come. They don't. They don't. They're not given uh, because the uh, President Obama or anybody like that says, "Oh, I want to do this. I want to investigate my political enemies." It's. It is. It is. Un, it is unthinkable that that would have been the genesis of something like this. This came about through career FBI agents who are spy hunters and the top career folks at the Justice Department's National Security Divisions, you're not going to find any more rule of law patriots uh, than the folks that would have been involved in seeking a warrant like this. Tim Purden, thank you, my friend. I appreciate your insight into this. I'm sure we'll be having you on the program as this uh, continues to unfold, this investigation. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Hey, Tim, thank you. Tim Purden, former U.S. Attorney for North Dakota. we got to take a break, pay some bills.